Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family, take care of your chicken, take care of your money. <laughs> On your official broadcast partner, the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? We are back in the building. Players only. Yes, sir. Here Joe each Lazy. and every Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. I got my partner in crime here, Sean Barber, a.k.a. Barbershop. What's good, brother? Hey, man, they call me the Rain Man, dog. They call me Mr. Rubber Man because nothing sticks to me. <laughs> All those charges. Teflon Don. That's right, man. No charges, bro. No charges. No charges. You're scared. <laughs> and I am Danon Hughes, and we are back. The dynamic duo here for another week. Another edition of Players Only. Uh, Barbershop, let's get right to it. We got to talk about this, Chiefs. This is the fastest hour in radio, I think, because we tackle so many topics. We get a little heated. We got the second quarter coming up. That is our hot fire, fire pit segment. And we got some topics that I know we can tackle there. But just remember, the Jay Southland Toast service text line and phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Give us a shout. We'll get to you in the third quarter for sure. Text line, we will tackle in that third hour as I mean third segment as well. But barbershop, let's let's tackle this. Man, Usa. let's tackle Usa. this. Usa. Calm it down, man. This, I see. I saw this, the fire in your eye already. Lord, Lord, this man. Disappointing Colts game and 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 I and I take that deep breath because they've beaten us 15 of the last 18 times we played them. I'm it's probably going back it. to yeah, the you no go punt. back to the no punt game, I go back to the Lynn Elliott game. Lord. Just seems like they are a thorn in our flesh. They are the Achilles heel of this organization. You got the the pass to himself, ah. uh the big lead with Alex Smith up in Indy in the playoffs and like, I what? Bring the what bold stuff, man. Yeah, like I guess we just got to stick with this one. Let's just stick with this game, this past game, and the disappointing loss. Give me your thoughts, man. It's, it, I don't know what you can even think about it. It was like, clearly a clear cut. Who's the better team? It's just on any given Sunday, if you don't take care of your business, you ain't taking care of your chicken and your minnows. Is <laughs> what Beastmo said. But you got to take care of your business on that field. Yeah. And there's no excuse for anybody to touch that field and not be properly prepared. You got to know on special teams, D, you put your heels at 10 yards. When that ball goes over your head, do you field it? 
No. No. It's, 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 I was upon return of my entire career. We were taught you put your heels on the 10-yard on the line. Now, I will say I interviewed and you heard Dave Tobe on press conference today, and he was asked that specific question. And his answer was different than what we brought up. And he's, he's got all the metrics and all that stuff, and I can respect that. But for me, since you're asking me the question, I knew that my, my heels were on the 10-yard line and I was not supposed to retreat. And he even mentioned that. He said, you know, old school way, the, you know, this is how it was always taught. But now with the accuracy of punters and how they can backspin the ball and the turf and, and all that stuff that – People can back into the the eight, seven, five-yard line and catch a ball that has good hang time. Mm. Well, let me tell you about old school (laughs) mentos. It's just one less thing to worry about. If if I'm a return guy and I put my heels where and I know I can only go forward to field, then I don't have to worry about where I am. Did I fade back one yards, two yards, or five yards? Because you don't know. When you're looking at the ball, one or two yards you think could be eight yards, and now you're fielding on a two. Fair catching it. Yeah. It's not like, like it's, it's not like baseball where you got a warning track where you can feel under <laughs> your feet that you went from grass to dirt. Like it, it is very easy to fade six, seven yards without realizing that you're actually moving backwards when you're looking up at the football. And I just think the risk reward, right? Having the ball at the ten yard versus the five yards versus it actually going in the end zone and now you're getting it at the twenty is the twenty still. Yeah. Um I, I just think the risk reward is just it just it, it is what it is. But all right, that's just one Episode now, have play. you ever been in the locker room with a player that makes that kind of error or just an error in general, bonehead play where like, how is it like, I know I've been around guys that, you know, I was, a, a, a I was a part of the, the Monday night meltdown okay, uh, against the Broncos where Shannon Sharp got under the skin of everybody on our defense. And we got like four consecutive <laughs> unsportsmanlike penalties. Like, I'm not lying. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's people out there. If you text us, text us at 913-586-7610. If you remember the specific details, I just know it felt like it was like they started at the 20-yard line and they barely ran a play. And, and kept, they was yeah. at the other 20 going in at the red zone. Flag, flag. It probably was a, a bunch of uh, derogatory comments. Oh, yeah. Because I heard that's what draws flags now. Mm-hmm. That's the new, guess, the yeah, new that's age. New. Derogatory. Didn't draw a flag then. Mm-mm, not then. Until the face mask. Uh, but yes, I, I, I've been in the locker room for many a players that, that, that one, I mean, you want to call it, it's just unfortunate for it to happen then because you know how hard that guy, listen, we know Scott Moore works every day on catching punts, on punt return. Mm-hmm. We know there's a lot of guys in the building that works relentlessly on their craft. And then when it comes time to show and prove on game day, that's when you hate for that gaffe or that mistake to happen because it's, it doesn't show the. It's not a, a true example of how much you care about. Yeah, and what you've done up to that up point. Up to that point. And I can attest because I'm at the game. I do the broadcast with Mitch Holtis. For everybody that doesn't know that, and I I'm in the booth three hours before the game. Exactly. So I'm watching the field. There's nothing else really to watch. I got my notes already set. I already got all my my numbers and everything else in line. I'm watching the field. So I see when the kicker comes out. I see when Sky Moore and guys come out and they're handshaking with the other team and they're catching punts. Sky Moore was out on the field two and a half hours before the game, mm. specifically catching punts. He had, he had a, an equipment manager punting to him. He had the punter punting to him. He was going through each side of the field, the aesthetics because of the rafters and, and the yeah. sun and the lights and all that stuff. 
So he put in the work. Yes. So from a from a from a locker room, it's not like, you know, people want to know. Okay, how do we feel when guys have blunders like that? It's, I can I can accept that when I know the when guys you, put in exactly, the work. Exactly, that's so my when point. You, when you show up for pregame, you show up for practice. You're out there early. You're 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 getting your extra punts in. You stay after to let the quarterback throw it to you a few extra times. When you're that receiver and you drop that crossing route, and we know, man, after practice, you catch an extra 25 catches religiously just to work on your hands. Hey, man, you tried. Yeah. We, we, it's, just, it's just part of we the game. We got your back. But when you're a guy that leaves early, don't show up for extra. Sleeping in meeting. Sleeping in meet. Oh, my goodness. That's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. Those guys, when you sleep in a meeting, you better not do – you better not – not one misalignment. Yeah. Not one – oh, my – a missed tackle. I'm – you could that do you could week. do eight eight really good things, and the two Ooh. things you don't do out of ten is going to be amplified because we know. Yeah, we know. You, as a teammate, man, we had to hit you with gummy bears and, and shake you up. You know, starburst and yeah, gummy bears to wake you up in the meeting room, and that's what you do for us on the field. So yeah, yeah it's 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 a it's a strange dynamic, and I know there were some definitely some missteps in this game. It's a frustrating game because very rarely. In this at this juncture of the season in week three, can you say you're playing somebody that you know you're better than? Because nobody knows who they are yes. at this point. Yep. You you would like to think that everybody you know there are teams out there that they know their championship caliber, et cetera. But we've seen really good teams go down the drain. We've seen teams here in Kansas City. There were teams that I played on that were thirteen and three that we could have easily been mm. nine and seven. Last second wins, Mm -hmm. overtime interceptions, blah, blah, blah. And so you don't know who you are. But in this case, everybody, especially with a lot of people here at 610 on the the survivor pool, a lot of people, and my mother, my mother runs a pool in Jersey. Oh, my goodness. A lot of people picked the Chiefs because most people knew that we were the better team, and it just did not Work out for us, and it doesn't. And just because we lost the game, don't mean we aren't the better team. Yeah, it's just on that given Sunday, all eight of those plays had to swing a certain way at a certain time, and then be culminated with the icing on the cake is the ref to overhear and interject his will on what he heard as something being derogatory and defamatory, whatever other word he wants to say. Yeah, we're gonna meaning, get we're gonna get into that in, in the hot fire segment because and, and there, push there's himself, a lot more to say. About push that. himself into being a reason that that drive kept going on a big, big sack that doesn't get accounted for, um, a game-winning sack. And, that, man, again, you just don't want to take that. You don't want to rob a player from that yeah. kind of moment um, because you wear the stripes. And it's unfortunate because I, I know, you know, you would love to be talking about the defense right now. Mm. And the fact that we open this show and we take up the first 10 minutes uh, talking about the mistakes and the miscues, and but no that calls. just goes yeah, and the, the no calls. calls, and and that just goes to the expectation. We are spoiled here in the Chiefs' kingdom right now because we've had such a great run, such a great group of players. We've had obviously success since Andy Reid pretty much stepped foot in Kansas City, and we relish on those opportunities. And you just hate that a one seed buy mm. versus two, three, four, five, six or whatever other seed you would be in the playoffs, we would we might look back at this game and be like, dang, like they could have had one week off. We could have had another AFC championship game hosted in Kansas City. That's how thin the margin could be when you lose these types of games. Uh, my rookie year, we, we beat the brakes off of Buffalo 
in the regular season, mm-hmm. and we lost to a lowly Chicago Bears team at home, and we wind up being 12-4 and four and having to go to Buffalo for the AFC Championship and wind up losing in freezing cold up there. If we would have played them at home, it would have been a different story. So that's how thin the margin is, and it's disappointing from my perspective. And I look at this game just going through, like, from my my vantage point in this game. We're, we're former players. We've been on that field in disappointing losses and great wins. Uh, I hate that we were not pr- more proficient in the run game. Uh, to me, uh, I've been in the locker room with the Tim Grunhards and the Will Shields and the great offensive linemen, Dave Zott and those guys that we've had here. And they took a lot of pride in running the ball. And it was like if you ask any offensive line, I don't care if you come from a school that that spreads it out and throws it 50 times a game, there's something inbred in the DNA of an offensive lineman that their eyes light up when you say we're going to run the ball down their throat or we're going to try to run the ball because they know their rule of thought is I get to impose my will on somebody else. I get to push them around. I don't have to worry about a pass set. I don't worry. I have to worry about any any kind of technique uh, to protections and so on and so forth. I just get to move the person that's in front of me and then hope that the running back can find a hole. And I feel like last week was there's no moral victories, but that was a learning opportunity uh, where these guys can take it personal. Your starting running back had seven carries for zero yards. If I would have told you Josh Klingler – who's on the morning show every day, has been begging for the run game, more proficient run game. And I would have told you we're going into this game and we're going to run the ball 23 times. That would probably (laughs) quench everybody's thirst Mm -hmm. for the run game with Patrick Mahomes because that's probably as good as it's going to get unless you're winning by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. And yet we got 58 yards, less than three yards per per carry. Uh, To me, that's something – that I'm going to be paying attention to this week against the Bucks with this offensive line because I know in the locker room, I would be walking in the locker room looking at my offensive line like, okay, y'all talk all that, you know, let's run the ball, let's run the ball, impose your will. Mm. You know, now you got to be about it. You talk yeah. about it, now you got to be about it. You walk mm. around like you're tough and you can't move nobody Preach. from the Indianapolis Colts. Preach. That's, that's, that's where I would be thinking. Preach, Just like Dan. they probably Preach. would look at me. And they'd say, oh, you know, we've been running all this spread offense and you've been catching the ball and catching 50 extra after practice and this and that, and you drop the balls. I'm going to look at the offensive line like, okay, now what you going to do? Man, I know from a defense standpoint, it's like the the priorities and maybe every defense is different, but every team I played on, the number one thing was stop the run. Yeah. Because it's from like you're saying, from a pride standpoint, I know that we have to build a, a defensive identity that we got to stop the run. There's nothing more de- demoralizing from you as oh a defensive Oh my goodness! Player. Like we, you can't you like that line of scrimmage. I got to control it. I got to I got to own it. Mm-hmm. We cannot let them run at will. It's number two, right? Red zone. When we get in that red zone, we have to be excellent on alignment assignment. No mental errors in the red zone. Do whatever. Give up first downs. But we give up first downs, not touchdowns. You can't – you got to be excellent in the red zone. And number three, we want to kill the quarterback. Like that's – so it, it's it, – it, everywhere I've been, it's been the same thing. Yeah. Take care of the run, protect your, your end zone, which means be excellent in your alignment assignment in the red zone. And then when you have the opportunity to get after the other team's quarterback, you, man, you, you try to kill – you want to hit to hurt him. You want to get that dude 
fumbles, sack fumbles, you want to make such an impression on that quarterback that he's he's seeing ghosts. He's getting rid of the ball, and I think we did that. Yeah, we actually did that. We sacked him oh five times, forced a fumble. Defense really did a good job. If, if I'd have said before the game that Jonathan Taylor would have 71 yards rushing, you would have said this is a big Chiefs win coming into the game with Matt Ryan. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we got quarter two. Hot fire, spit fire, fire pit, whatever way you want to call it, we're going to bring it. Hot and- Next. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. Looking to pass the football, throws in the middle, passes cut, touchdown Kansas City, touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs, Danon Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers, halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown Kansas City, Danon Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. From Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him D-Nice. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
the best intro in radio history right there. I love it. Props to Julio. B-Dub also in the morning. He put it all together. Klingler with uh, Klingler's input as well. Got to be the best one, Barbershop. Uh, don't be jealous over there. I got you hooked up. <laughs> don't be jealous over there. We are hey, back. Ain't nobody paying attention to your little intro, man. Yeah, you are. See, no, see like, how your listen, voice I, went high? Bro, I know about the 808, bro. Hey, see, see how your voice went high? You sound like I'm Mariah. 804, straight Virginia, born and bred, bro. I know about D-Nice, the 808, man. You know he got his name from me? No, I know he got his name from a, a mixing and scratching machine, the 808. I know I, I, that's, I, that. That's my story. You don't know nothing about that. Why well, your voice go as high as Mariah Carey? Oh, there you go. There see. you go. You started to see how you got high. You, <laughs> you went up there like that. All right, we got the Jay Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. It is open. But this segment, this part of the show, Barbershop, we made it up last week. It is the hot fire, spit fire, hot take show segment. And I'm a, I'm a toss over to you for your first hot fire take. Man, listen, it's obvious, man. Where are the restore the roar, the lions, and where are the jaggy wall fans? <laughs> I mean, these teams have come from nowhere. They were the bottom dwellers. They was the the mats, the the, the stomping grounds of the NFL. Everybody looked at them as the extra bye week. They was the homecoming opponents. <laughs> we play everybody who's played in the league knows there was certain teams you you counted as a win before the season even started. They just yeah, that's a win. That's a win. The Lions and the Jaguars for the last four or five seasons have been that. And now I got to give it to my man Rob Brennan. He has been the leader of Restore the Roar. The Lions and Dan Campbell have come out. They playing business. Buying kneecaps? They, they buying kneecaps yet? They doing something. They, they, hey, you better take them serious. You better get your team ready to play if you're playing against them Lions or Jaguars. You ever been on a bad team that was terrible one year and then – Started off good or got good the next immediately the next year? I got drafted by the Redskins, now the Commanders, and yes, we were a bottom dweller of the NFC East year after year after year. Uh, the second year I got there, we made the playoffs, or we was a playoff-bound team, but it was that last game of the season that just <sighs> kept us out of the playoffs. I think we had to be in Detroit. We might have went to the playoffs and beat Detroit in the first round. Um, but we couldn't get over that hump, and all four seasons there just been was so frustrating because we knew he was a good team, had great talent, but somewhere but it was a miscommunication between the coaches and ownership and GMs and scouts. We just couldn't go in the same direction. We weren't on the same page, and that's that's frustrating for an athlete. Good stuff. Now, my, my hot-fire take is going to revolve around the discrepancy in the NFL regarding how they're calling unsportsmanlike penalties. Mm. Now, let me preface this by saying this is my take regardless of Chris Jones being on my team and this call going against the Chiefs. I'm saying this from a, from a global perspective of the entire league. The discrepancies, the Jordan rules being applied in pro sports where one guy or some, some guys get away with something and other guys don't, the, the selective application of rules and how they are applied uh, during games in crucial situations. I am of the school of thought that if you're not talking about your offensive line, you're not talking about special teams, and you're not talking about the officials after a game, that means the game was a clean game because that means there was nothing that glaring that jumped out that you should be talking about that you really that is not really affecting the game. Uh, I think it was – egregious that the officials decided that just because they happen to be standing right there in the mix that Chris Jones not poking in his face not pulling face masks no tussling or anything like that 
they decided that we're going to extend a drive and give the ball again with a penalty to the Indianapolis Colts. Conversely, when I watched the highlights of Josh Allen get tackled, mush the face of a Miami Dolphins uh, defensive lineman into the ground that took his helmet off while he mushed him. Tom Brady runs down the field 40 yards in the face of an official, which he does quite often, and then in the face of another player. We know that there weren't any pleasantries shared there and not a flag thrown until after the push by Mike Evans and the melee that happened. I have a problem with that because if you're going to apply the rules, apply the rules. I, I don't know about you, Barbershop, I was called for a crucial unsportsmanlike penalty when I was playing. In 1997. Ooh, that's a long time ago. Last century. uh, We played against the Denver Broncos in the playoffs. And I feel kind of responsible in part for our loss because of this. We scored. The momentum was on our side. I'm covering kicks. And I kicked the dude that tried to block me. (laughs) Kicked him. I did it. I did it. And I got a flag called. (laughs) And they got 15 yards. And then the next play, what are you doing kicking? Elway throws a shallow cross to Ed McCaffrey and he runs down the sideline to like the two yard line. Yeah. And uh, they they wind up scoring, obviously. So, yeah, I've had calls. That was justified. I kicked him. I blacked out. I ran down on the kickoff, ran through the wedge. Dude blocked me a little extra. I was probably a little woozy and I just got frustrated and I kicked him. That happened. But in this situation, now you need the way the, the league is hey officiated, man, you need it's to take that wrong. blame. You need to take that blame. You I did my woosah. I did my woosah. You, you caused them that playoff. You caused those playoff see why, checks. See, why you going to – Because that's gonna, money, man. The playoffs, that's money. When you win, that's more money. When you I lose – I, 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 uh, I costed them the chickens. All their chickens. The All their chickens. And some of the minnows. Yeah, that's true. That's one guy, man. You can't – listen, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't, that, that, hey, man, you know how many coaches in the locker room say, hey, guys, listen, play hard, play smart. Don't be that guy. Don't just don't be that guy away from the ball. Get caught with your. So what are you trying to say? Don't be that Danon. Don't be the DB who you try to stab the guy and you hand up in his face mask and they call a a, a random uh, five yard penalty that gives the offense an automatic first down on the third and thirty because you're trying to get this stab instead of just using the bell technique and getting away from him, letting them catch the ball. But that's hard, man. It's hard. Like, I'm not trying to excuse anybody, but I also want people who don't, who have never played the game of football at this level to understand the violence that occurs within a 20-second window to only – think about that dynamic, though, Shop, and you on defense especially because you have to ramp up at that linebacker position, play for seven to eight seconds, and then quiet yourself down for 20-something seconds to do it again, to quiet down, to do it again. Sometimes that eight or nine seconds ain't enough. (laughs) It ain't enough to get – it ain't enough for you to to, to get your point across, to get your physicality, to impose your will, whatever it is. Like, you needed nine and a half seconds at one – those few plays during the game, and you – pushed the guy over the pile, you backed him up so that the running back ran underneath him, hurting, yeah, possibly yeah. hurting him. Uh, you took offense to somebody cut blocking you All that. or something like that, and you needed extra seconds. Yeah, Let's I'm, be I'm, real. In my mind right now, a bunch of linemen then flashed through my eyes. <laughs> if I had a baseball back in the back, back alley. Uh, you kneecap him? Uh, man, tear him up. Tear, like, yeah. like, if nobody, no cameras, no nothing, like, 
If I could find out what vehicle they were in <laughs> and I found it in the parking lot, I probably would tear it up a little bit. Just, I mean, just a little payback because, they, you know, they took cheap shots on me, so I'm going to take a cheap shot on them. Yeah, but not tough, on them man. personally, on their vehicles and stuff like that. But it's so tough to, like, take your – Take your mindset away from being on that feeling at that moment because every low block, every low hit, every little push after the whistle, you, you, you builds up something. It's hard to feel like that person isn't trying to like end your season early. And when you talk about all the commitment, all the sacrifice, oh, being away from your family and loved ones, all the workouts and the summer workouts and all that you put in, for this guy to give you that little bit extra shove around the pile, and then you turn around looking at him like what? And he's looking at you like, let's go. You you ain't worried about no Flag. Referee with no flag and all that. It's like you like it's man on man. Like you challenging me, my manhood. But but again, coach said, hey, you you can't put yourself in front of the team, and you got to understand if you go ahead and swing at that guy, or now if you say something that they seem deem as being inappropriate to that guy, you you run the risk of putting yourself ahead, putting of yourself team. ahead of the team, and we can't. Obviously, we showed it on most good teams cannot afford to have that when you're playing other good teams. I'm going to sum it up real quick. If you, if anybody out there that's listening ever watched the movie Harlem Nights, one of the great comedy movies in the world, uh, in in history, there was a scene where Eddie Murphy was fighting Della Reese, and and he hit her, and he, he, they was in the back alley before he hit her with the garbage can, aka quick. Yep. AKA she, quick. she got him on the ground and started throwing haymakers. <laughs> and Barbershop, you remember this. What was she saying when she was swinging between every swing? You're going to oh, learn. You're going to learn to respect To me. respect me. Yeah. That's how the game of football is played. And on the field, when you are a player, yes, you're thinking about the team. Yes, you're thinking about winning. But there's also that little voice, mm. that little Delavise voice in your head that says, I got to show this cat that he got to learn to respect me on this field. Well, that's the hot takes. Second quarter It's halftime now. When we come back, we're going to tackle the text line. We got some great questions popping in here about Nick Bolton, Sky Moore, situations on the field, and uh, the Colts. I guess we got to talk a little bit about that, but we're going to tackle those next. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. He gets buried. He gets destroyed by Sean Barber. Maddox throws up the middle, intercepted. Intercepted in the end zone. Picked off by Sean Barber. Barbershop, you over here getting it, Barbershop. You got, hey, you made some plays. You actually made some plays. Come on, man. You don't stick around for 10 years in the league if Shoot. you ain't no playmaker, baby. Shoot. You made some plays. Hey, every hero got a theme song, Barbershop. Now you do. Now, you ain't my here hero. You ain't my hero, but yeah. you got to be somebody's hero. Here I go. Maybe Noah and Nico, you their hero. Hey, that's all I need right there. You give me them two suckers. I can put them to work. You got a theme song? Where's my theme music? There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Here I go. All right. Here we go with the text line. Open third quarter of the show. It's players only. Sean Barber, a.k.a. Barbershop, and I am Dane and Hughes. Let's go to the text line shop. All right. Uh, the first one, I just want to get out of the way. 913, stop whining. Winning. 
It's whining. Stop whining about the Colts. <laughs> Get over it. It's called a recap. That's yeah. what we just did. All right. Um, let's say, let's see. Uh, quick question from eight one six ninety seven division round versus Denver. Was their jerseys vaselined up? Hey, News flash. Yeah. Everybody's jersey was was vaselined up back in the day. It was either sprayed with silicone. I wore Vaseline on my arms and I caked it on because I felt like the first time somebody grabbed me on special teams on defense as a DB, that would mean they would have Vaseline all over their gloves and hands. So there was a method to the madness. Offensive linemen, defensive linemen did it because they didn't want to be grabbed and they didn't want their jerseys to be to be uh, yanked. So yes, the, the Denver Broncos got caught. The rules were changed because of the Broncos, but everybody did it back then. It was the norm. Yeah, that was back when Dana played in the 60s. But then <laughs> later on, there was a double tape. So everybody Which, had the, the double-sided tape to try to make your jersey stick down to it. And Oh, yeah, we had double-sided tape too? Oh, they did it all. They just they, they took all the rules. Everything got to be done just to because the we use Vaseline and y'all use like uh, nah, lotion. Y'all y'all use mm. like some sexy lotion nah, during y'all game. See, nope. See, that's what it was. Nope. I'm going with a no. No, thank you. <laughs> all right, Barbershop, We got a text from nine one three talking about Nick Bolton. That's what they got to say about Nick. What makes Nick Bolton special? Mm. And, and then talk about his. I guess adding to that his maturation in two years. What he did last year how he's gotten a little bit more of the onus on his shoulders this year. I mean, you played that position. So I think, I mean, obviously not being in his mind, but he has to have a quick processing unit to be able to process the, the great eyes. He probably has great discipline, instincts, those things. Any Mike linebacker that makes plays at the line of scrimmage or behind has to be, man, just, just above average at, at, at reading plays and reading blocking schemes. Um, I would say he probably doesn't see guards pull. He just feels it, and he sees flashes of color, and that dictates where his steps go. Um, you can't – it's, it's not, not – you can't calculate it. You because can't, this game is so fast. Yeah, it happens so fast in between the guards. You got to just – you got to feel it. You got to know what's coming. You got to anticipate certain runs and blocking schemes. And then you got to have enough courage to go in there knowing that it's a 350-pound man assigned to take your head off, and you got to beat him to the punch. You got you to hit him in the ribs before he takes your head off. And you got to do it over and over again. Um, so he's done that at a high level now. The communication stuff, you know, the green dot, I have no idea what it is to have a coach talking to you inside your helmet during the play, after the play, before the next play. That would drive me crazy. Yeah. Because I know every time I misaligned, I would have a, somebody in my ear telling me exactly what I did, right, wrong, and different. And I don't know if I could erase that before the next play starts. So some of these coaches, I mean, when we give a playmaker, especially a Mike linebacker, you got to be very disciplined as a coach that you're not overcoaching him. Yeah, you're not micromanaging. Micromanaging. You're not doing things that's going to make him slow down his processors. Um, more than likely, you just got to go call the next play. Just get get to the next play, and when he gets to the sideline, that's when you make your corrections and your coaching. What do you think about this defense? I kind of feel like this defense is still strong, even without Willie Gay Jr. Um, have you seen any adjustments? Because this is different. This defense. Uh, rostered defensive part of this roster is different than what we've experienced with Steve Spagnuolo because he's been a, a coordinator that throughout his career he's always been about the veteran. He's mm -hmm. always been he's always been somewhat anti rookie. He wants veteran guys that he can trust. And now you thrust in Leo Chanel and George Karloftis and and Trent McDuffie and and you got even still a young Nick Bolton as you mentioned. You got young guys that are rotating in on this defense. Heck, you got uh, Jalen Watson, you know, playing a, a bulk of the plays at cornerback position 
from Washington State. You know, mid-round, late-round yeah. guys that are contributing to this team. Uh, have you seen anything from this defense that, you know, is different? I, I say just kind of grabs you differently because you 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 played that position. Yeah, so I played under Coach Spags, and I, and I I truly believe he's an educator. He's a teacher, and so when you do when you have tests and quizzes and assignments, you don't really care if the guy's the first day in class, the first week, or if he's been there for four years. Um, it's always about building that trust. And if he week in and week out during practice, you're lying in the right place. You know your assignments. You know how to get downhill versus going over the top. You know when they do bumps and shifts and motions, where to adjust, when to lock to your man. You're, you're very comfortable and confident about we're going from a cover two to a cover six or from a, from a diamond look to a box look. If you can check all those boxes every day at practice, then he gets more confident in having you on the field. Mm-hmm. And we know, man, the, the one thing young guys got is that energy, excitement, um, that they, you know, that, that energy is through the roof. Yeah. Um, Willie Gay is always swagging and surfing and everything, and got the guys going. So we definitely miss that presence of him not being on the field. But it's other young guys that have a man. They got a battery and a motor that you just can't replace with, um, with, with veterans. And sometimes, man, from a veteran, because they've seen so much football and they have so many tendencies on defense. Offenses use they use your own habits against you. Yeah, if they know in certain bunch techniques that I always go over the top as a linebacker. Well, if you don't want me to go underneath and make a tackle for loss, you always go to a little bunch set, uh, crack toss, and you always know I'm gonna go over the top because for years and years and years I've been taught to go over the top, go over the top. That's a way to get a quick couple yards. But with these young guys, you have you don't have enough film on them to know what they're gonna do. Yeah, they and, don't even know what they don't do yet. <laughs> and I will say, I'll just add in Carlos Dunlap to me has been like a Melvin Ingram force of this defense and love from last year. I wish we would have kept Melvin Ingram for sure, but Carlos Dunlap to me has been a guy that he brings that energy and to think he's in his thirteenth year, I believe, and he's out there working the way he works, tracking down guys from behind. Uh, making plays on the field, uh, I think he's going to be a huge asset. And and he and I want I say that because I want to accompany what you were talking about about young players. Mm. Sometimes the older guys get an infusion of energy mm-hmm. because they see young guys flying around. They're like, oh, okay, we you know I can keep up with these young cats. And I, I feel like Carlos Dunlap, uh, the expectations might not have been high for him coming into this season. Yes, sir. But I think they're going to get higher because I think he's one of the more stabilizing forces of our defense, especially with Willie Gay Jr. out. Uh, from the text line, we got uh, Shannon Sharp did talk about it a couple of times on Undisputed. Yeah, he, he raves about that he got under our skin. I remember that. Um, we got a text from Shannon Sharp. All he talked about is cigars and Hennessy on that. That's all he's <laughs> no. talking about. <laughs> he, no, he, he actually does have some good takes. He's probably one of my more favorite guys uh, he just takes advantage of Skip Bayless. Every, I mean, it's 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 truly unfair. It's like watching a train crash every morning because he just Skip. skewers Skip. Skip Bayless Come every now, single Skip. morning. Come on, Skip. All with the one-liners and and all the parallels, yeah. et cetera. Uh, so from the 816, seen some buzz about McColl not picking Juju open, Juju open on the last play. Do you think guys in the locker room have McColl's back when it comes to putting in that work that Sky does? I will say I watched that play. It's supposed to be a pick, but a pick versus man-to-man coverage isn't an automatic pick. The other, the defense gets gets uh, paid too. And like Barbershop just said, if you have a tendency to go over the top or underneath and, and so on, McColl ran a three-yard hitch 
which was mirrored on the other side, and then there were slants on the outside, and there wasn't enough separation by Juju to uh, to be able to make that an easy pass. It's unfortunate that his first interception of the season for Patrick Mahomes came on that last play on offense. Um, but I think from a wide receiver perspective, you got to make throws easy for your quarterback, no matter how talented your quarterback is. I played with Joe Montana, played with Rich Gannon. Mm. You got to have guys, you got, and they would even tell you, as good as they are, you got to be able to create easier throws. You can't always have somebody in your side pocket as a defender, and we got to be better than that. Well, when we come back, we got the fourth quarter, and we got to talk about the Bucks and this upcoming matchup that now has been uh, substantiated that it will be back in Tampa. We'll figure out how that's going to be a dynamic that could affect this game. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. All right, we're back. Fourth quarter, Players Only. Rest in peace. Coolio just passed away. Perfect, perfect timing, Julio, on that one. All right, real quick from the text line, we're back with players only. Uh, from the 816, I love players only. You guys are amazing and always give us a view of what it's like in the locker room. Appreciate your opinions. Uh, from the 970, this show is the only show worth listening to. We appreciate that love. We're just going to keep trying to bring it back to you each and every week. We're going to get better, just like our Chiefs are going to get better each and every week. Uh, you can't stay the same like coaches used to tell me. Can't ever be the same. You either get better or you're getting worse. That's in life, hey, not Dana, just on the field. I'm, I'm telling you, my goal is throughout the 18 weeks in playoffs, by the time we get to week 18, for us to run this show and be at a championship level. I ain't, I know we're going to have some bumps and bruises. I'm going to refute you. We're taking down all opponents. Whoever's, whoever on the radio waves on the app doing six and seven, we coming for you. Just like we coming for the Bucks this week. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like Don't that make me angry. Like you won't like me when I'm angry. Yeah, you sound right. like fast sticky fingers. There yeah, you Onyx. go. There you go, right there. Damn, All right, about that. Barbershop, we got the Bucks. What's your thoughts? Get them Buck. The Bucks, man, listen, offensively, they struggling. We got to keep losing teams losing. We got to keep struggling. Offense is struggling. The offense, they, 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 they don't – they have a, a running back, Leonard Fournette. He does a great job of creating yards after contact. We got a swarm tackle him. We can't let him fall forward for extra two or three yards. He's basically a fullback playing in a tailback position at about 260 pounds. He was a full fullback uh, <laughs> before, before the season. No, he was, especially during he was an extra fullback. Yeah, he was a halfback, <laughs> holdback, whatever you want to call it. Um, but obviously on offense, they have some receivers. Obviously Mike Evans is coming back. And obviously Tom Brady, right? You're going against Tom Brady. You got to give him his due and his respect. Defensively. I mean, at the end of the day, man, these jokers, uh, they, they, there's a reason they got a lot of green beside their rankings on defense. They, they rank very highly against the run, against the pass, create sacks, creates turnovers, um, sc- number one scoring, scoring defense. So all the, the measurables, they are something to reckon with. And I, and I kind of like that matchup um, for our offense to kind of get back to doing the fundamental things I need, think we need to do. We got to take what the defense has given us. And then in the red zone, we got to punch it in. So yeah. uh, I, I think I, let's keep it real simple and, and, and smooth. Let's just take care of our business down in Tampa. Yeah, man, I agree with you. This is To me, this is one of those games, and you and I have been in the locker room where there's times where the game, there's a game that's personal. It's more personal than just business. And to me, this is it. And whether you want to go recent 
with Shaq Barrett talking mm-hmm. trash in the press conference. You got the mayor of Tampa talking trash on Twitter about how they wanted to keep the game because they wanted to kick our bleeps. And um, then you go back to the history. And when you have important games like the Super Bowl that you lose, and you lose in the fashion that you did uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the trash talk that was going, the peace sign that was thrown up, all those things. Again, I trash talked a lot on the field. So I, I never disparage the talking and the taunting, but I do know that I remembered it yeah. the next time I got a chance to play them. And um, to me, that's why it makes it personal. And then you take away from last week with the Colts. You ran the ball 23 times for 58 yards. That's something personal. When you have a defense, this Bucks defense is a bully defense. They lead the league in defensive penalties, 27 on the season so far, defensively. That tells me, and I don't, I'm sure you, you would think this as well, mm-hmm. that tells me they don't care about the penalty. They care about imposing their will on you, and they realize, okay, we're going to make a few mistakes, but we're going to make more plays based on those mistakes, based on the intimidation, based Mm. on the physicality, based on the trash talk and all that other stuff. So I can expect that they're going to stay on par with the penalties in this game. They're going to try to be physical. If there's a play down the field, you can expect a possible pass interference or some tugging that is going to go along. There's going to be some pushing after the play because they want us to get into our feelings and to get away from the physicality in the game. This is going to be a big game, big matchup, a rematch of Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Tom Brady is playing un-Tom Brady-like. If I'm in the locker room, this game is personal. And we'll be back to talk about it next Thursday on Players Only Barbershop. Let's Good do week. what we do, man. Let's do what we do. Let's take care of our business. Let's go. Let's beat take the Take care bucks. of your chickens over the weekend. We'll be and talking about a Chiefs win next week. Peace. Holla. Today seems kind of No barking from the dog. No small, and mama cooked the breakfast with no hog. I got my grub on, but didn't pig out. Finally got a call. This is Players Only with Damon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Attention, veterans. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.